It's all about the girl, isn't it? Yeah, the girl, yeah. And you're gonna use somebody else's art to get her? Are you kidding? We're just starting. Like, we need to learn how to play. Do the Sex Pistols know how to play? You don't need to know how to play. Who are you, Steely Dan? You need to learn how not to play, Connor. That's the trick. That's rock and roll. And that takes practice. And you're not a covers band, by the way. Really? No. Every school has a covers band. Every pub has a covers band. Every wedding has a covers band. And every covers band has a middle-aged member who'll never know whether they could have made it in the music industry or not because they never had the balls to write a song for someone else. Rock and roll is a risk. You risk being ridiculed. Welcome to The Bagel Boys Show. This is a movie podcast that's not meant to be taken seriously. Seriously. We go through different miniseries covering five-year-old films, franchises, and finally, actors. And this is our five-year-old film series on the movies of 2016. Bagelmobile. It runs on cream cheese. <laughs> Is that what you had in mind for starting the episode? No, Why don't we right. have a donut mobile? Luke, yeah. come a on. Uh, a Dodge donut. <laughs> so yeah. they the, pay for the their co-nut. podcast. 72 bucks a year? Yeah. We can cut that out if you don't want it. people to know the price. That's fine. We're not spending any money on this. So yeah, are you guys even real? Oh, well, the mics, the mic. You did. Uh oh, the look West just gave me. Oh, dude, my butthole was like, so clenched. Don't spend any money. I was gonna say at this point you've had to. You're getting yeah. close with the the gas money yeah, to get I do, here. I do oh, drive an hour. You do drive an hour. So yeah. that's that's the trade off. You guys drove an hour to get here today. Yeah, so where's my reimbursement? <laughs> get it in the mail. Allow four to six weeks for delivery. I'll send you an invoice. <laughs> we write this off as a tax write-off, the Bagel Boys. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Our accountant advised us that that is the best. Is this is this what you're gonna start the episode with? <laughs> oh no 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 oh, no. Okay, okay let me like, start it. Yeah, guys... our corner of the comedy, the tax humor, <laughs> tax humor. Everyone hey, loves it. I do. I work at taxes. Specialty. Yeah, that's my job. My day job. Is it? Yeah. What's your night job? I have this. <laughs> I have You're truly no it. idea what you do for a living. No <laughs> one knows. And I, I know like where Trump. you work. You're like Chandler. No, Chandler. you're like yeah. uh, uh nope, what's his name in How I yep. Met Your Mother? Uh, uh, Chandler. Barney. You're Barney in How I Met Your No, 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 because that's like he's like keeping it a secret. Yeah. But like Daniel's not keeping it a secret. Just I have no idea. He's a trans trans monster. <laughs> I like to that's drop little nuggets just here and there. What I do to leave people confused. Like, what oh, so you make nuggets? I make chicken nuggets. Chick-fil-A. Fun so fact, you did there. You such a Chick-fil-A. mystery. <laughs> it is a mystery. Welcome to season six of the <laughs> the Breakfast Bunch. All right, this is called the Breakfast Bunch, when the Donut Dudes and the Bagel Boys come together as one family to talk about movies. Are donuts inherently breakfast food? Um, great, Matthew. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I just really, I slammed on the brakes there. Welcome to the Food Friends. Jesus <laughs> the food friends I like it better uh, this is this is the season premiere of season 6 
So thank you guys you for just tuning said it was in. Like episode eight. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> season <laughs> seven. <laughs> Didn't you? What episode was, slash season can, is this, Daniel? You can cut that out. No. This is the season premiere. It's of. too much work for me at this point. <laughs> this is a, uh, a movie slash music podcast where yeah. we cover different musicals. Musicals that are five years old. Um, different musical franchises. Get and finally, musical actors. Yeah. <laughs> We're not meant to be taken seriously. Seriously. Mm. This is my co-host, Wes. Hello, everyone. I'm this not... is definitely not season six <laughs> of the Bacon Boys movie show. We are joined today, though, by two very musical and very welcome guests, Matthew and Luke of the Donut Dudes podcast. Hello. Thanks for having us. <laughs> I love that Luke started the applause. <laughs> and it lasted for less than a second. I think there were four claps, one each person. People <laughs> outside were clapping. I think I clapped twice. <laughs> Daniel did not move his hands. Thanks for having us. It feels good. Yeah, it does. Mm. Uh, we've been going through uh, a lot of these movies of our 2016 movie series from five-year-old films. And at the start of it, I was like, We've got all these musicals throughout this miniseries, and we only really have, like, three. And this is the last one we're talking about for this miniseries called Sing Street, uh, directed by John Carney. And it's, I would say it's starring somebody, but it, there's a lot of unknown actors, and they, they yeah. did that on purpose. So, um, yeah, you guys have, well, Luke, you've been on the show. I've been on the show. Twice. Mm-hmm. Matthew, this is your first time. I have been begging for years to be able to come on this show and review <laughs> Cars. <laughs> for years? <laughs> We've only been doing this for a year and a half. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm very glad to be here. It's exciting. We're sorry we couldn't cover Cars today. <laughs> we'll get Surprise. to that in season nine of the show. <laughs> of the Breakfast Bunch. When, you, breakfast when bunch. you review, when you're in your, uh, what's his name? Matthew? Wes? That's the one. Matthew. Um, your co-host of your show? <laughs> Did you just forget Matthew's name? No, he's trying to think of an actor's name. Uh, when, you get, when you're doing your own Wilson series. Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's when I'll start listening to the okay. podcast. <laughs> Matthew does not care about any other actors but Owen Wilson. <laughs> Is that true? No. You a big Owen Wilson fan? Here's my question. No. I do have a question. So let's say you're doing an Owen Wilson series, right? Mm-hmm. Does he have to be like the, the lead role? No. So like of of the majority movies we talk about for the actor series, it has to be mainly movies that they're the lead or co lead in. With Brad Pitt, I think there was two where he was considered either like supporting. Uh, that was Burn After Reading, and then there was something else. I'm trying to remember where he uh, was. Snatch. Snatch. Thank you. Mm. Every other one, it's like either co or lead. So Cars would count. He's the lead. For sure, in that movie, I was actually thinking of like I'm not even. I just was curious because like Zoolander, for example. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that Hans. That. He's so hot right now. Uh, we listened to a song by John Billing on the way up, and he like there's a line in in that one of those songs where he says something about being Hans, Hansel, 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 whatever Zoolander hot right now, and I was like, yes, really good line. But I was about to fall asleep, so I didn't say anything. Oh. <laughs> What an unexpected ending to that story. <laughs> what if that was what like unexpected... every story of Luke's? Like he just gets but... to like it's like, but then I fell asleep. <laughs> I didn't, didn't think about it. Anyway, cool. Well, well glad you guys aren't asleep now, and glad to have you, Matthew, on the show for the first time. So let's have let's have Matthew start us off here with uh, Daniel's created segment. What you been watching? So we're talking about yes. Sing Street today. 
what in general have you been watching? This could be movies, TV, whatever. Well, I've been watching a lot of New Girl. <laughs> I love New uh, Girl. And that's only because my good friend Faith is going through it for the first time. And nice. she's staying at our house right now. So It's a great show. Uh, and then Friends as well. I've been watching some Friends because we finally got access to some HBO Max. Oh, yeah. Um, that was the big pull for them. Yeah, really was. Mm-hmm. Without that, what are they? Yeah. Nothing. HBO, no, no friends. I don't know. <laughs> HB, no. Am I right? There it is. There are. Nice. <laughs> um, HBO minimum. <laughs> I like Daniels better. Yeah, but. In the rival, Disney negative. <laughs> Disney minus. <laughs> um, All right. But, yeah, no, I haven't been watching very many movies. I've been watching a lot of Sing Street. There you go. <laughs> so. He has. That is, I, I don't know if it made it into this part, but Matthew said you've seen this. Three times in the last, in this week. Have you, s- did you see it beforehand? No. Oh, nice. Yeah. Look at that. So, I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't like musicals. And so, That's fine. Well, okay. This type of musical I really like. Also, like, Begin Again is a musical, and mm-hmm. I really like that. I think that's the same director. Wait, what? Really? I'm pretty sure. No yeah. way, because that's one of my favorite it's movies. Begin Again, Once, and Sing Street, I think, are all John Carney movies. Nice. I should have... Carn I know, I know right. Once. I know Once is 100% sure. I'm right? Okay, cool. Daniel? <laughs> you don't have to cut that out now, because you were right. <laughs> yeah. uh, John Carney certainly has a... <laughs> He's got his own little corner of, yeah. of the film industry. <laughs> like, I'm just going to make movies about people making music. Mm. And that's it. But he does a good job out of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I didn't know anything about Sing Street, and I don't like musicals because I think it's really cheesy when they break out in song, and I'm like, no one does that realistically. Mm-hmm. Um, well, hold, hold the phone here. Okay, well... We're just going to talk about realistic. Not in musical uh, aspects. I don't know. I I just don't like them. So I started watching this, and I had very low expectations, and then when it was like, oh, they're not just breaking out in song, they're like making music. Yeah. I really liked it, and I just, nah, I loved it. I haven't seen the other two movies, but I haven't seen this movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it sounds like they're in the same vein of like the creative process of music instead of just yeah. musicals. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. Uh, Daniel, what have you been watching? I watched Mortal Kombat today. Nice. The new one. The new the one. HBO No version. Yes. <laughs> the HBO No yes. version. <laughs> Did not like the movie. Okay, next. Oh. Luke, you go. Wow. Um, I somber. haven't watched... I, I watched Sing Street twice this week. I watched Some Friends, and that's literally all, I, all, I t- all the TV I watched. Mm-hmm. So didn't really do a lot of TV watching. You still watch that Umbrella Academy? I finished it. <gasps> yeah. Luke, you gotta give us some more Umbrella Academy. It gets, it gets weirder. It How gets does weirder. it end? Um, <laughs> the start at the end of work. Well, well, I will tell you this. John F. Kennedy still dies. I didn't even know that was not something you touched on last he time. Still dies. Still dies. They couldn't save him. They they couldn't. Well, they almost did. They could have, but they didn't. But they they didn't. Yeah. Do you know what the last thing that went through JFK's head was before he died? Daniel, what? This what? Is horrible. Oh, no. no. Was it the bullet? No, Matthew. <laughs> he loved his wife, Jacqueline. He was thinking about her. I thought that he was married to... Uh, was the last thing that went through his head was his wife. Natalie he was Portman. thinking about his wife. Gosh, guys, do you think I would make that sick joke? What's what you've been watching? <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> I've been watching... Daniel, you watched this too. Oh, yeah. uh, the Mitchells versus The Machines. Oh, I love that movie! It's on Netflix. 
and it's fantastic. It's, it used to it was advertised at the beginning of 2020, the end of 2019, I think, and it had the title called Connected, which mm-hmm. is a really boring title, but it's basically about this family who are going on a road trip to drop mm-hmm. their daughter off at college and these robot these robots <laughs> robots robots oh robots start attacking the world and it's a fun animated family movie. And uh, Wes and I shook hands and we texted both agreeing that it was nine. We shook hands through the phones we virtually. Did. <laughs> Nine bagel movie. This is a nine bagel. Nine bagel. It's really good. Wow. Yeah, uh, wow. yeah. Mitchell's versus the machines is a much better, I feel like, and fun title. But other than movies, I've been watching this show on Amazon Prime called Invincible, which is like all the rage now. Which means it definitely won't be the rage by the time this comes out. <laughs> I watched the first episode. Yeah, it's pretty good. There you go. It's like a superhero. It's it. The premise sounds extremely boring. It's like this coming of age, like young son of a superhero father is getting his powers and he's in high school and he has to juggle becoming a superhero while in high school and it's like we've heard that a million times but there's a lot of other like themes and lore to like the world and i don't want to say realistic but it's there's a lot of (laughs) hyper violence (laughs) in this animated show more so than i expected and it's the ending yeah. uh, kind of threw me for well, a Well, yeah, no. It goes from, like, a nice, like, PG in the first episode to a just whatever's worse than R, like, in the last, like, two minutes of the episode. So I liked it. I thought it was really engaging, and the writing is fantastic. I think you're missing something, though, a detail you'd like to share about the show, about a voice actor. Oh, yeah. J.K. Simmons plays Oof. the Omni-Man, who's the... Uh, Main like the dad, daddy superhero, <laughs> daddy JK. It yeah. makes it thirty percent better. Thirty percent better than what it would have been. Thirty yeah. percent better. Mark Hamill is also a voice actor. Stephen oh, really? Yun from The Walking Dead, and actually the guy who wrote the comics wrote the comics for The Walking Dead. So I thought it was funny oh. that there's a little bit of crossover there. But that's interesting. Anyways, different story, different streaming service than what we're talking about today. Uh, today we're talking about HBO and Sing Street. So, like Matthew kind of let us off with, this is a musical, uh, a little bit different than your traditional breaking out into songs randomly type musical, but it's still very much a musical. A lot of original songs in the movie, which we'll get into since we have the Donut Dudes on today. Yes. Yes. But first, let's jump into the tomato game. And so these are the inferior food item to rate your movies on, these tomatoes. We rate our movies on bagels, which is the proper way to... Assign a score numerically to a film. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to have, I think, everyone take a stab at these tomatoes, unless someone over here on the other side of the room has seen the scores already of the tomatoes. I have not seen the scores. Okay. I've not seen scores Look at that. either. So, Sing Street. Let me pull I don't even know what the really website quick. is. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Never heard of this IMDB. <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> on IMDB? Yeah, never heard of those. Okay. <laughs> no. Luke, you've been on the show before. You've never, I think you uh, won the game last time. Yeah, I did. I got it exactly right. And did I get uh, anything? Any prize? No. No. You got my respect. You also got my the other one right. Be that, so was, uh, that was yeah. best. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Okay. okay. Doesn't matter. All right. Credit consensus for Sing Street is Sing Street is a feel-good musical with a huge heart and irresistible optimism. And its charming cast with humble tunes help to elevate its familiar plotting. 
They are very <laughs> humble. They are very <laughs> humble, yeah. It's just humble. They do hum a lot, Damn, like, towards the beginning. Like, when they show more of the process of the songwriting, too. So, mm-hmm. very accurate description. Uh, one of the better ones from our friends over at Rotten Tomatoes. So, without further ado, we've got the tomato meter for critics. It's obviously fresh, so that's above 60. Daniel, shoot your shot. Well, I'm giving this a lot of thought. I'm going to go with a solid 88%. Okay. You're not exactly right. Otherwise, I'd stop the strain right now. You're not exactly right. right. Luke? I was going to say more like 78. Okay. Mm. Matthew? I'm going to go 82. Split the difference. 95. Oh, wow. 95. Critics were high, high on My Sing Street. Right there. <laughs> wow. That's the year he was born. All right. So. Nailed it. Got it. Audience yeah, score is still fresh. It is lower than a 95. So we'll go around the room again, see if anyone can get it right, mm-hmm. and win the non-existent prize that Luke is so pumped up about. I'm going to get it. <sighs> Probably going to have to say uh, 86. 86? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just say no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, I'm going to roll with <laughs> no. 78 again. <laughs> Hold on a second. You've never done that before. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> well, we have... We This is the first episode with four people on it. So yeah. I have a feel... I feel like just... Letting them know, hey, you're still you're still in the ball game here to get it closer it than that. Mm, nope. I, see. So I just went with seventy-eight, 78 again. again. Rolling those dice again. Yeah, why not? Well, you rolled wrong. I'm gonna go ninety-one percent. <laughs> ninety-one. Matthew is closest. It's ninety-two. Oh wow, very close. So I get Wes the prize. Is, yes, you do. What's going on? <laughs> Wes is a little sassy today. He's not happy. He's a little grouchy. It's funny because we were just talking about how revived I was and rejuvenated after vacation, and I took a hard right turn immediately into all this class homework I have to do mm-hmm. after work and come home to. And so I've done like nothing. I don't want to say it, like it's great. It's great for my career. Yeah, I'm lying. learning a lot, but. Oof. <laughs> I have no free time. I'm sitting here thinking, I don't have time for this. Do today. you guys see that tear going down his cheek? <laughs> yeah. I think he's crying. Yeah. Well, good job. Matthew got it. 92. Double 90s. This, Double 90s. That's crazy. I don't think that's not, that's a rarity for Rotten Tomatoes, especially on the show. I think it's rare for us to give. Uh, double nines on the score or something. Those hummable tunes. Hummable do people tunes like this that, movie? Yeah, they do. But no one's really seen it. So I feel like I love that it has a positive score. I feel like if yeah. it was why uh, given a wider release or more people knew about it or it was on like, let's say it was a Netflix movie that came out next year, it'd be somewhere closer to those high 70s, mid 80s, uh, just because with more people comes more criticism. Yes. So, Ooh, so that's right. the Spider-Man line, right? More power comes. I don't know. (laughs) So, what were your first thoughts watching this for the first time? I'll start with you guys because you guys didn't have any context for this, and as far as five-year-old films go, which is normally what we kick off. I had never even heard of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matthew, you should go first. (laughs) 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 Interesting. (laughs) Just leave it that. That's my thoughts. I'm done. So, yeah, I had never heard of it either. I get like Luke came home. And said, hey, we got to watch Sing Street because we're reviewing it next week <laughs> with <laughs> Daniel and Wes. And so, mm-hmm. uh, just to be, just for the record, me and Matthew are not married. <laughs> Is somebody, didn't somebody ask? Somebody at our work where we, we both work at the same place, we're roommates. It's easy to get confused. We are not married to each other. You've talked about your wife on the show before. Yeah, I do have a wife. She just is in the military, so. 
I haven't seen her. I'm keeping him company while she's gone. I'm not convinced. <laughs> you have to prove it to me. Not convinced. At I need to see legal documents. <laughs> <Prove> it. <laughs> I want to see a marriage certificate. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll bring it back soon. Next episode, we just uh, see white out. Hope it says hope. Crayon written. Hope. It still says hope. Small wood. You last <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely married to Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) All right, enough of this. Um, Debauchery. So, I kind of watched it in a weird way because I watched the first half and then me and Luke stopped because it was late. Mm -hmm. And uh, the next day, I had a friend over and so we started it over. So we watched it all the way through and then the next day, Luke was like, hey, we need to finish that movie. So I started in the middle and went to the (laughs) end. So I basically watched the first half twice and then the second half twice. And then I watched it. All, all the way through <laughs> after which half did you like better i i That's think a good question <laughs> yeah so i think i like the second half better because nice. it had better music oh yeah a little Ooh. sneak peek of yeah, the opinions like for it. later which yeah we'll get we'll get into that but i really liked the movie uh i really had no expectations going in so i was surprised and I kind of like to see, like, there was no actor in it that I recognized. Yeah. And I appreci- except the dad. I mm. recognized him. Mm-hmm. Aiden Gillen, yeah. yeah Little but, finger. Uh, Little finger. Yeah. It was kind of refreshing to see all new faces. Mm-hmm. It was nice. <laughs> how long do you think I can get through this episode without revealing how I feel about this movie? <laughs> I mean... Wes, do you know how I feel about this movie? No, Wait, I don't. Hold on. I don't think all? anyone does. Don't like, reveal the I whole can't... episode. <laughs> like, I, at this point, I, if I were to, like, guess bagels in the room, I think I could, like, get within two points of Matthews later on. Daniel, I, I think just from knowing him, I could probably get within the same, maybe within one bagel. Luke, I have no idea. I could be off by a lot. If you want to hold, if you don't think you can, you can, we can just move on to Daniel. I just, we've got I, enough I relish the idea sure. of... Of maybe, you know, there's a little surprise in it for everybody. All right. Even for Wes. Great. <laughs> I know the answer. He does know the answer. Well, I I'm not sure he does. I also know the answer. Uh, okay. It's just Wes. Well, it's just hey, Wes. <laughs> how does it feel being an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Look at you in your idiot chair. I don't even know how much. you guys. He's into my home. <laughs> Wes doesn't know anything. I, I didn't even guy. say anything about him. Yeah. Wes, you're doing great. Thanks, Luke. Um, Daniel? Well, I'm like a broken record. I watched this movie a few years ago because Wesley told me to. <laughs> that's, how, that's how the past, what, five movies have been? I think so. Other, save for, like, Rogue One. Yeah. Every other movie we've talked about in the last, like, four mm-hmm. episodes has been <laughs> that. I liked it. I thought it was pretty solid. See, here um, you go. He, I, now I know exactly where Daniel's at. I liked at. it. I think my opinion hasn't changed whatsoever. I feel like I feel the exact same way the second time. I watched it for... The second time just a couple of nights ago with these two fellas to my yeah. left. Mm-hmm. Came over and kept me up till 11.30 on a work night. I was well, tired. Yeah. <laughs> I was I did, tired. I felt bad about that. Yeah. But I was like, you know, I'll come over and watch it with you. I get off at 9.15. I can be there by 9.30. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I this, guess. <laughs> this movie has some stuff I love in it, though. I love the 80s. Okay, if you asked Daniel what his favorite decade of music, you'd probably say the 80s. Daniel, what's your uh, favorite decade of music? Probably the 60s. Okay. But so, (laughs) right there, you know, you're going to get some bagels from me. Love the 80s. Mm -hmm. And I like, like, the creative process of making music. And these kids who just have nothing to lose, they're a bunch of losers and they want to make a band. Or, Mm. in another sense, everything to lose. (laughs) They have the rest of their lives. (laughs) Completely. Yeah. Yeah. In a much truer sense. 
all of it. Like, uh, they, they, they stand to lose completely everything. completely derail yeah. their lives. That's fine. Daniel's like, no, they've already hit rock bottom. They've already hit rock in bottom. In their young lives. Yeah. So right there, you got two key aspects of the movie I really enjoy. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, five years ago, I remember, I think it was one of my aunts, like, made fun of me for this. And they were like. Which one? I forget which one. I feel, I love I feel bad. Hands. It might have been the one who made me the mug. Actually, it might have been Aunt Jill. But she, we, uh-huh. we always like she asked for like movie suggestions. I was like, you know what, you should see Sing Street. And she's like, what's that? And I described it. And she's like, so at this point, I had suggested a few things. She's like, where do you like? <laughs> what do you do to like you and your friend just go out to like some random theater that's playing Sing Street and watch it? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm usually just alone. <laughs> <laughs> friends aunt jill no because rachel rachel does not like musicals like and not in like a a hateful spiteful way it's just not her thing at all so if it's something like this or la la land i'm usually on my own but this was one that i heard about i think it was a sundance movie and everyone was like oh this is great and i was like okay but is it though and i watched and i was like hmm interesting Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I'm going to try to play Luke's Ooh. game back at him. Interesting. In- <laughs> Mystery. We just never reveal an opinion. <laughs> we just let Matt and Daniel Matt and, and Daniel are like, I like this movie. <laughs> we're like, maybe we do. Maybe I'm, we don't. It's possible that I don't feel that way at all. We hmm. get to the rating at the end, and you give like 16 carats or something like, weird. I'm like, that tells us nothing. What is the carrot to bagel conversion rate? <laughs> we don't know. But yeah. Yeah, so I... This was one I was I was glad to see uh, in theaters, and then kind of the running theme of this. It, hey Remington, oh we're trying to make man. a podcast here. The running theme, so unprofessional, <laughs> Remington. <laughs> Let's see, the running theme of this. Is that... <laughs> Daniel, get outside. <laughs> go out to pee in the backyard. <laughs> There's children who live next to us. <laughs> Should not. I would respect the bit, but you'd probably get arrested. <laughs> I'd probably get arrested. Woo, yeah. back to it. Um, not enough people have seen the movie. So, like, regardless of anyone's bagel score here, I think all of us could say maybe, I'm looking at Luke, <laughs> maybe would probably say, like, check it out. It is on Amazon Prime right now for free. No, no rental needed, I'm pretty what? sure. What? We paid... Three times (laughs) on Amazon Prime. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, then Google lied because it shows, and Google, it's like where to watch. And I try to at least, especially for these underground movies, I try to like suggest where to watch it. And the first one that pops up, it says Amazon Prime for free. And then there's like a few other ones down that are like, you know, $3.99, $5.99. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Well, you guys got ripped off. No, well, actually, you know what? Depending on how much Luke and Matt paid for this three times, <laughs> maybe it's worth it. <laughs> the first we bought it, we rented it, and then we watched it twice. You could, probably could have bought it, right? For yeah. less than for what sure. you rented Yeah, well, before. we didn't expect to watch it so many times. <laughs> I'd call Bezos give him a piece of your mind. Yeah, I've already done yeah. that. He knows exactly how I feel. <laughs> He's sweating from that bald chrome head. He, he it's, not, it's not the first time I've called Bezos up either, so well, I've called him many times. Jeff knows what Luke thinks of the movie, but... We don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay, so we've all kind of discussed at this point first impressions. Uh, was there anything that like stood out as far as like overarching positives for the movie? And then we can get into same flick. Now we nitpick after some big positives. So, Matthew, big positives uh-huh. from this from the Sing Street movie. Um, 
I'm I'm with Daniel with the eighties theme. I'm always a sucker for an eighties theme movie. Eighties nice. theme music, everything. Um, so I really like that aspect. And then I also like that it wasn't like American eighties. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool and new. Even though it's like the same as in like the same music and yeah. stuff like that was going on. I mean they listened to a lot of Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, that was a huge positive for me. Um Obviously, I really like the music in it. I'm not going to be mysterious at all. I'm, a, I'm an open book. I liked this movie a lot. He's going nice. to get bagels already. Uh, no, I'm not getting my bagels yet. I'm, I'm saving my bagels for later. But uh, yeah, that's, that's wonderful. I love the music in it. Uh, I think I'm excited for like the wave of like eventual '90s like nostalgia movies that come out. But Matthew, that's a good point that it's not American based. It is based in Dublin in Ireland. And mm-hmm. this time watching it, something that I enjoyed a lot more was when I first watched the movie. I I was still living at home. It was like right before I moved out, and so I still had a job and was responsible in that way. But the weight of like constant bills and like overtime work hadn't hit me yet, and so a lot of the themes of like the financial crisis that was going on in that time that is just are there consistently throughout the movie, but completely in the background is something that stood out to me a lot more this time. And I feel like it helps with, you know, if you're a kid watching this or a younger person and it's about the music or the love story and stuff, but then it's like the, the grander ideals of life and like not giving up on your dreams, no matter like how bad, like the world beats you down in very, very different ways. Cause there's a lot of just like from the straight up like abuse in the movie to like the parental arguing and divorce and then financial crisis and all this other stuff. It's like, there's a lot of things going on to discourage people in the world that are still very uh, much present today. And so I like that was throughout the whole movie in a subtle way. Yeah, yeah. it was a really positive movie, like with all <laughs> <laughs> or negative. Um, <laughs> I didn't watch it. <laughs> I always make that joke. It's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> no, like you, you're totally, you're totally right. Is that there's like a lot of like themes of of negativity, but they're not like expounded upon a ton. Yeah, and it's really just like focus on his thing. Yeah, and probably my favorite element of this movie is like. With each song, like, you can, like, see where the song is born. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, like, there's a moment where he's, like, talking to his teacher. Mm-hmm. And she's like, says some line about, like, um, oh, what's the line? She asks, like, is that your girlfriend? Because he's drawing. Right. He's drawing the picture, uh, like, for the... Of, of uh, Rafina. We should say, Connor is the kid of the, the name of You're the right, main but... character. Uh, Connor Lawler. It's the... Uh, he's the son of these fighting parents. He's got an older brother named Brennan. And he's like this kind of washed up college dropout who just loves music. And you can see the brotherly dynamic of his dreams and aspirations kind of being imprinted on this kid. And he's really interested in this girl he sees outside of school. And he tells her, hey, I'm in this band, which he definitely is not in the band just to impress her. And it kind of kicks off the story of like, hey, he's got to make this band to impress this girl. And that's kind of the, the yeah, exciting comes incident out of the that, movie. It never comes out that he <laughs> was not in a band when he told her that. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> it, all, it all started going really good really quick. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then that scene where he like in class and his teacher comes up and starts talking to him. And she says something about like the complicated boys and girls. And mm-hmm. then like way later there's a song, um, their song Girls, where yes. it's, the chorus is... Uh, the complicated boys. Yeah, all the, the yeah, girls are so complicated. Mm-hmm. And with each song, you can kind of see like where it like first started. I thought that was super cool. That's mm-hmm. a great point. They do the same thing with uh, "Drive It Like You Stole It" when he's talking to his older brother, and they're kind of dancing around the room to yep. like completely different songs. 
and he's like, hey, you just got to grab life. Let's drive it like you stole it, Connor. Yep. And then that becomes a song way like towards the end of the movie, really. So, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. I uh, I appreciate that this movie, you know, has that concept of not giving up on your dreams, but it's not silly. It's not like a made-for-TV Disney movie, mm-hmm. which is pretty solid and kind of hard to do, I think. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the brothers' relationship. I think that's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. And you can tell this is a West movie because there's brothers in it. <laughs> Any movie that has brothers, West is like, oh, give this a bigger dozen, Daniel. <laughs> that's um, he not... loves He loves brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but that's not that's, that's what it. other movie well, have we covered? Hell or High Water, Onward. Yeah, this Onward we didn't have a full episode on. Um, I know, I'm just thinking of movies that you like. Also, gave so what's like your obsession with brothers? Now. Hey, West, <laughs> stop stomping on my bit. Just laugh. Just huh. laugh. <laughs> uh, to answer Matt's question, it's probably because I have three. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, three, and I'm not obsessed with them. Are you obsessed with? I don't know. Sisters. The sisters. <laughs> you have sisters. You have more sisters. What's the ratio there? <laughs> Daniel continue. Um, no, as far as the acting, cinematography, I love the cinematography in the movie too. Ireland, I've always wanted to go to Ireland. So when I'm watching this, I'm like, I wish I was there. Wish I was on that screen. Um, 80s Ireland? 80s Ireland's pretty I wish cool. I was in this movie. I wish I was in this movie. Uh, no, as far as acting, cinematography, pacing, I think it's all pretty solid. Uh, I do have a nitpick, but um, we'll get to it. We can get to it right now. We'll just go back around the yeah. opposite way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go um, the, shoot. Shoot your shot here with your nitpick. I'm scared. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, yeah. Why are you scared? I don't like, because this was a point of contention while we were watching it. I don't like the original music in this movie very much uh, at all. Odd. Can yeah. Explain. No, so I got fine. two reasons. Maybe not too much in depth because we'll t- yes. we'll go through every yes, song. Yes. Uh, this is the the Bagel Donut podcast. So yes. I got two reasons: subjective and objective. One. Not quite my taste. Complicated. (laughs) Not quite my taste. I don't quite understand. (laughs) Explain it to me like I'm three. (laughs) I've never heard a song ever. (laughs) I know Wes is famous for pretending he's never heard a song ever in his life. What's that? What is music? (laughs) Um, No, I I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not my cup of tea. You know, uh, it's just a little too poppy for my taste. Do you not like '80s music? Well, that's my second Hmm, point. That's That's my second point. It does not feel like '80s. That's why I don't like it. I don't think that a lot of the songs feel like 80s. I think that they're listening. The only one that I like is uh, Riddle of the Model because it's so Duran Duran uh, inspired. Mm -hmm. But the other songs, I feel like they could have been written in the early 2000s in America. I actually agree with that. They don't sound like 80s. And like uh, She Lights Me Up. Like, I'm not saying that's a bad song. To me, that sounds like a Harry Styles song. Let's just go through all of them now. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, (laughs) so I think that that's kind of my hang up with it is because, like I said, I love the 80s. But. These songs don't feel like 80s songs, so that's where I get a little disappointed. I gotcha. Yeah. So, Luke, you said you agree with that, but do you have other nitpicks? N- nitpicks. Do I have any other nitpicks about this Netflix. movie at all? Yeah, Flip-picks. yeah, in general. Do you, just, have any you don't have Netflix. to just agree I've got, with me. <laughs> I've got tiny ones. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about them. Pick tits? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Slap a knee on this episode now. I know, sorry. I flicked them. Strike so two, Daniel. <laughs> okay, A. The little redhead kid. I cannot understand a word he says. Oh, I was going to say that. Darren. Yes. Darren. What is he doing? You can't understand. It. He has braces and the thickest accent. <laughs> what does the braces have to do It's like, he's kind of like mumble. You know, when like well, someone. Well, it doesn't help. Like, yeah, it doesn't that's help. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not saying well, braces sorry. are bad, but sometimes you kind of like mumble when mm-hmm. you have braces. Anyone has braces? Him and the, the dad. I'll have to agree with that. 
both have very thick accents. I'm like more used to Aiden Gillen's the father's accent because I've watched Game of Thrones. Yeah, same. But if I hadn't, I think he'd be another one that would. I throw didn't even off. think that about him at all. I mm-hmm. I thought he was. I just understood everything you said. We watched the I, subtitles and it was very helpful. We did, and we watched the <laughs> subtitles at Daniel's house when I went over there, and uh, I. I was like, oh, that's what he said. Mm-hmm. With every line he said. <laughs> and he has some funny lines, too. He does. I was like, oh, this kid's funny. He just... <laughs> like, you would never have known. You <laughs> would have never known. Because Matthew would... N- I was like, can we do subtitles for this movie? Since they're all Irish, it might be kind of hard to understand. And he was like, no. Okay, no I subtitles. That. No, no they were whoa, already... Whoa, wait, whoa. They, don't, don't step off that, because I'm, I'm usually with Matthew. They were like, already on, and I said, can we not do subtitles? I did not say No. And I just don't. No, like I specifically requested like, can we do subtitles? And you said no. You could cut the the tension with a knife in here, with a butter knife. Nice. It's just ready We're to at. snap. It's like an old rubber band <laughs> stretched too far between the subtitles and the non eighties music at this point. So Wes, you don't like subtitles. If okay, so their time and place. Yeah, there's a there's there's a very little time and a very little place. <laughs> If it's a movie in which I don't know the language, it's fine. Because well, yeah. obviously, at that point, I'm only getting as much as I, <laughs> I can. not understand as what my, they're saying. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, unless listen. it's like my very poor... If I were uh, deaf, then yeah. I would appreciate subtitles. My two West semesters of high school uh, Spanish can get me far enough, but <laughs> I don't think they will with a Korean movie. So, right. Um, the other time, other time would be for like research for this show. If I'm looking up like potent quotables, I'll sometimes have it on just so I can catch things or like rewind it and then yeah. write it down as I can read it on the screen mm-hmm. to get it verbatim. But other than that, I'm not a big subtitles guy. I'm not f- even like, oh, I'm really sorry. I was just gonna ask, do you find yourself like reading the subtitles and not watching the movie? If they're on and it's a movie I've seen, if it's a movie I've not seen. Not usually. They're just kind of, it's like a blur and I'm distracted, mm. like not because I'm reading them, but because there's this yeah. words on the screen. Hmm. Interesting. If it's something I have seen, I can usually tune them out. But if it's the first time viewing and I'm engaged with the movie, it's more distracting, not because of reading. But yeah. yeah. Um yeah, so that's our in depth review of the subtitles <laughs> of the movie. Okay. What are we given only... a subtitle oh. since oh. go one to ten bagels? Seven, it's fine. Okay, cool. Um my only other nitpick about this movie is that it seems like Rafina um, she's kind of a, mm-hmm. I don't know, she's, okay. She kind of treats Connor uh-huh. pretty poorly. Yes, yes she does. And then it's just fine. Here's the thing. They kind of have their cake and eat it too because they kind of act like, oh, she's had a troubled past with her parents and stuff. But they don't delve into it enough to where you sympathize with her. So you just kind of end the movie with like, well, he's too good for her. Which is kind of just bad on the story writing part i that's kind of where i land on it okay again for me it's a small nitpick i think Mm -hmm. um but i did just come away thinking like remember when she like bailed on him for like a long time kind of and then and then he was like i'm done and then she like showed up to his his gig like at the very end yeah and they were like all right well we're back together yeah so i don't know yeah I don't think she had enough to do, though. I have so some I think that kind of plays counterpoints into it. to that, which we can get into when we talk about the plot and the music of the movie. But Matthew, nitpicks? So how specific can I get with these nitpicks? Yeah, it's pretty specific. Okay, because well, we're going to talk about the whole thing. So okay, if so, spoilers it's fine. Okay, so I like... Uh, I don't really have any like nitpicks about the plot or any specific... <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Zero. Perfect movie. Uh, the only... 
the only thing that I could find to like nitpick about is that I strongly dislike in movies when sometimes they don't sync things up with the last shot. Like, uh, there's there's a scene where he's playing the guitar and mm-hmm. he's playing like every strum. He's going down, up, mm, down, up, yeah. and then it cuts to in front of him and he's going down, 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 down. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, like I saw that and I was like, mm. hmm. didn't like that. Yeah. That that always that's bothers always me. fair. That's yeah. fair. Like when you watch like Friends and it changes a camera angle and their mouth isn't synced up with the audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that always bothers me. So little things like that bother me. Or like someone in the background like jumps from one side yeah. of the apartment to like yeah. Like how'd they get there? Exactly. <laughs> speedy. Yeah. Taylor's so, a speedy guy. <laughs> He's so fast. <laughs> Could he be any speedier? <laughs> so, okay, Chandler. Uh, so that's the only nitpick that I can think of. It maybe if I think of one later. Um, as no, far it's as now or never, speak now or forever hold your peace. Uh, I don't hear any other negativity <laughs> for the rest of the episode. Uh, me think. No, I don't. I don't have any other. Uh, I would say that you said the pacing's pretty good, Daniel. Uh-huh. I agree with that for the for the most part. But there feels like towards the end it gets a little bit too jumpy almost in a sense where like things happen and if you're not paying very close attention you could get lost in a in a moment or two and then it's like all right we're going and i like that they just the the decision for them to leave for england mm-hmm. i like that that's rushed because that makes sense if you're a young person and you're yep. wanting to just go and the excitement of it all i like that it's like the 20 minutes prior to that where i'm like okay Talk about like the where they're playing the last song in the movie. Where they're starting to get to, to the last song, and there's a lot of like editing choices from like uh, Rafina's perspective, and then the parents, mm-hmm. and then they have a small conversation with the brother thrown in there, all like leading up to that point. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just dock it a little bit because the rest of the movie felt like it was kind of building, and then it got a little choppy towards the end. But it's mm-hmm. very, very, very minor thing uh, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's talk now. About some uh, lukewarm observation. So this is just a not a hot take. It's not a cold slice. It's somewhere in between. We just talk about something we observed about the film. No one acknowledges it, and then we move on to talking about the music and the cast of the movie. So who wants to start with these observations that we can't acknowledge? I want Luke to start. I'm ready. Go for it. Seems like Ireland was not a good place to be in 1980s. Um, not good. Dublin specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time that uh, Rafina and Connor talk, she makes him sing uh, Take Me On by AHA, and then later on, well, they're having a serious conversation and they're playing an instrumental version of that song. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Daniel. Did you have something? In oh, your no, I was clearing my okay. throat. I'm sorry. Okay. I, yeah. I, I like music. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, what are oh you doing? Oh my gosh. What are you guys doing? We don't acknowledge the lukewarm takes. I wasn't acknowledging that at all. Okay. I, I saw uh, something flew across the room. Daniel, what I are you saw, talking about? I finally saw that <laughs> spider ham on Wes's desk. Oh, yeah? You like that? I loved it. I was like, whoa, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> That's what it was? Oh, it's yeah, it a pretty pen. Cool. It's got really, like, some serious needles sticking out of That's that. That's pretty sweet. Um... This movie reminded me of a very short period in my life that lasted two weeks. Uh, Daniel and I were in a band for two weeks. This is a true story. And one day, 
Daniel told me he didn't want to play in the band anymore because another member of the band, quote, wasn't good enough. So he stopped coming to play music and the band died. Do you remember that at all? Are we not allowed to talk about this? <laughs> we can. I was kind of loaded for that, Daniel. Daniel, do you remember that? Do you remember that? I do now. Yeah. <laughs> do we want to say who it was? No. Yeah, we do for sure. Yeah, can no. Cut it out. He can cut it out. I want to know. You can bleep it out. Uh, I think I remember who it was. Yeah. Who was it? Back to it. Donut dudes. I want to hand it, uh, impart this episode off to you guys now, because now we are going to get into the song section of this musical movie episode that we are covering. So this time we'll actually be covering all of the songs and rating the songs in this movie that were original songs. Normally, during the other musical uh, movie episodes we've done, we've done a section called Unsung Hero, where we talked about like a song we thought was underrated, and we could still do that in the context of this album, but... This movie, in part, is not one that is seen uh, on a wide scale. A lot of people don't know about this movie, like you guys had said before. So we'll go through the whole track list, and as we do that, we can kind of tell the story of the movie as well through yeah. the music. So, Luke. I think it's time that I reveal how I feel about this movie. Oh, I'm tired, I'm tired I'm of so uh, excited. Yes. Kind of keeping it a secret. Finally. Am I allowed to curse in this podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I freaking <laughs> love this movie. Wow, okay. I loved it. That's good. I'm glad. <laughs> Wes is so I was like, I'm kind of overwhelmed. I didn't know. I was I was bracing for, you did a good job. I was bracing for like a, like, not hate, but like a, ich, you know, like, ich so So, yes. Up, up to the point when they sing um, the first song, Riddle of the Model, and like through that song, out, like when that first song first started, I was like, Hmm. Yes. And then from that point on, I was like, "Yeah, Luke, yeah." Luke, Luke nodding. He's making a stink face. And like nodding. this music was like so oddly my style. Nice. And I did not see that coming at all. Mm-hmm. I liked that it wasn't like an overdone movie mm-hmm. or like overproduced. I just I liked it so much. Yes. So Wes, props to you. Okay. It's definitely yeah. in contention for like my top ten. What of all time? Yeah. Whoa. I liked That's it a great lot. News then. I was trying to. I was at Elliot's the other night, and I was trying to get him to watch it, and we didn't. But I was like, I was not even going to be upset ever, ha, over having to watch it a third time yeah. in one week. It's a great nice. movie. He I said would, no. That's he must funny. be so jealous of Matthew. He got to watch <laughs> it three it times, like back and forth. <laughs> he watched it from the I beginning it to in the reverse. <laughs> Tenant <laughs> style. Awesome. <laughs> no, this is a great movie. So the, the, let's get into the music, yeah. shall we? Yeah. So what we usually do is we rate each song. One through ten, we allow point fives, but mm-hmm. not not any deeper than that. Gotcha. And then we take the average of all the songs. Yeah. And that's your what's we your rate math. With um, four of us, that would take a, a minute. So yeah. we, if we Don't like all like, worry, I got you guys. I'll keep oh, note wow. of everything. Nice. Uh, Everyone scores. And we're only. Math? I'll do the math. Oh my gosh! It's awesome. just numbers, right? Sweet. That's <laughs> <laughs> how the whole universe. Works. We're we're only doing. Original. Only the original song. So yeah, if you buy seven, the, yeah, the yeah, one by yes. Adam Levine does not count. It technically not, does, it is yeah. the original for the movie, but it's not performed by the yeah, people. Yeah, it's just yes. like the, the outro song more or less. So there's it's like the Demi Lovato "Let It Go" of the soundtrack. Which... I actually did like the Adam Levine song though. Yeah, I yeah, thought it was too. great for what. <laughs> you know what? Let's you know rate what? it. You know what? Throw it in. Ten. <laughs> um, 
And then there was the one, uh, the, there's a song titled Up, and then it's, there's like a reprise later on in the movie called The Bedroom Mix, yeah. which sounds way more sexual than it means. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's just him. I was about to make a joke about how it's sexual version. It's a very sexual. <laughs> saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel's playing saxophone. <laughs> yeah. Daniel's in this movie. Um, yeah, so the... Like we said, Connor goes up to Rafina and he's like, hey, I'm in this band. She makes him sing, like Matt, like Matthew mentioned. And he's got to throw this band together. And so I like that. We'll get into like the cast in a bit. There's Connor, and then there's Eamon, who is like his best bud, the song music writer, yeah. and then Connor's the lyrical writer. Mm-hmm. There's other members of the band, but... Uh, bless their hearts. They do not matter, and they're they're perfor- they're they matter to me. They, Luke loves. Them. I do love them, and we will get into them. But like as far as the music goes, they're yeah. just there to play instruments. Connor and Eamon are the one writing the songs. Yes, I would like to just state that Eamon is like probably the one of the most good looking people I've ever seen in he's my life. He's got the bunnies, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the, the one with the bunnies. bunnies. Yes. His hair is perfect. His glasses are great. I do like his glasses. He yeah. he like his hair glasses combo. I think it just works together. So the first time I he saw him, a handsome guy. First yes. time I saw him on screen, I went, "Wow, he is handsome!" And that, every time he came on screen, or every time I like saw him in that scene, the other two times. Pretty sure Luke and Matthew are married. Um, and then I, his <laughs> husband, said, "Why don't you just uh, marry him then? If you like him so much, the fourteen-year-old kid in the movie, whatever." Uh, you yeah. creep. So he get hooked, he gets with uh Darren and Darren is like hey he, Darren's the kid who's kind of showing Connor around this new school he's at, and which is called Sing Street with a Y and an E at the end, and so that's where they get the name of their band. It's an actual school in Dublin, and so they, uh, Darren is the one who introduces the two of them, Connor and Eamon, and he's mm-hmm. like I'll be the producer. He never really plays uh music. He's like the manager of the band, quote unquote, and so he just kind of one of the guys in their their friend group and from there they kind of make connections to the rest of the members of the band and i really like the kid blanking on his name but he's the shorter one who wears the cowboy outfit yeah. plays the bass yes, yes. Uh, favorite bassist my favorite he's part of the band so funny he is hysterical the vampire fangs yeah <laughs> his name's gary gary that's isn't what it, it gary and barry or something it's gary and, then and larry it's gary, gary and larry larry, <laughs> larry is the drummer yes oh so funny when they're like yeah okay doesn't matter so yes the riddle of the model is the first song that they get uh rafina the girl in question here of connor to come be in the music video because at the beginning of the movie his older brother shows him the music video for rio and it's like this huge experience and the brother's like praising it like crazy and it affects the younger brother and so he's like i've gotta you know get this girl in into me somehow and i'm gonna do that via a music video in a band you really see like the uh connor's relationship with his brother because when they're in uh eamon's house and they're forming the band and they're forming the band they ask him like well what bands do you like and he says like what do you think about duran and he basically or duran duran and he quotes his older brother like yes word for word Mm -hmm. and it just kind of shows that like he just looks up to him so much but doesn't really know that much yes about music he also says james taylor yeah he also calls james taylor (laughs) not john taylor it's like you mean john it's funny you guys remember when i had a dream that Kevin Durant started a Duran Duran cover band and called oh, it Durant Durant. Durant Durant. I had a dream. That wasn't a joke I made up. I had that dream. What was that like? It was incredible because I woke up and I was like, 
That is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. If he gets injured and can't play basketball anymore, he has to. He's got to give you a call. Like, he does because first of all, a seven foot one man just like with a guitar <laughs> singing. Why does his height matter? <laughs> for music? It, it completely matters. Wow, he looks so big on stage. Wow, he looks so big in general. <laughs> I think it matters a lot. Um, the riddle of the model, just yeah, as a song. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, it was a little like experimental for me. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely my least favorite song from this movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Easily. <So opposites. laughs> Easily. I hated watching this movie with Daniel because I was like, check it out. This movie's awesome. And he was like, I don't know. It's all right. <laughs> um, but that being said, I still like it. Yeah. This is your least favorite, both of you? This song? Yeah, for sure. Oh, boy. I about? wouldn't say it's my least favorite, but it's... Again, in my dumb musical brain, it's the least good. And I think that's on purpose. And I don't want to, again, I, I don't mean it's scrappy. bad. I think they, yeah, they, it feels a little bit thrown together in a good way. But it's, it's, I like that it's like they're starting off on this weird footing. Yeah. And I'm like, that's definitely what it would feel like if you got these teenagers rushing together to throw this song together. And yeah. this happened. Right. Well, it's no. very classic. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. It's very classic. Oh, I saw this music video and it was cool. So let's do exactly what we just saw. Yeah. So it is very much a ripoff of Rio. Right. And then the like, the like, Eastern. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like it either, but it makes sense because it's like, it's the first song they ever wrote. It's silly. And it's silly. It's also like the lyrics. I mean, okay. Okay. Whatever. She's got the, dangerous eyes. <laughs> and she knows she's pretty. Yeah, I don't like the lyrics. Didn't like didn't no. like I mean I not a, it's catchy. It's Very. catchy. I like the guitar, the like <laughs> I like the acoustic guitar version that they when they're like writing it in that mm-hmm. scene, I was like kind of disappointed when grabs his uh like the vacuum cleaner yeah. like yes. tube and plays it over to give like this uh interesting like yes. I don't know the technical word which they word say for in it, the but... movie which is true the yes. video killed the radio star that's how they did it yeah, yeah. it's a very cool. subtle line but I was like yeah he's right yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool very cool so what would you give it numerically or do you want um it? I'm gonna Other... yeah I'll, I'll I'll give it okay um a six six. That's the same as me, so I'll just save you time. I'm giving this a six as well. I would give it a five. Seven, seven. Nice. So, hold on. <laughs> no, I'm... I oh, said, wait, I'm sorry. I point said, five, point five. There point it five. is. Seven point five. We do have to play by their rules. Uh, we this do. is our show, but like respectfully, this is now transitioned into the Donut we Dudes. We are on the Donut Dudes right now. I forgot. That is what's happening right yes. now. Yes. This will also air on our show. <laughs> I'll send you guys the audio Very links cool. in a minute. Um, the <laughs> next song... Uh, I was just going to say up next. You're next. You're the person who says those words yeah. on our show. So. Um, up next is Up. I like this song. Yeah, me too. A lot. Okay. Um, yes. This is when I was started to be like... The movie started to hook the you. Started, yeah. no, I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Well, um, oh, there was up? definitely a point where I was like, okay, are they just going to be like, kind of play mediocre slash kind of crappy music this whole, yeah. <laughs> this whole movie? I like had that thought. I was yeah. like... Is it going to be like, oh, a young school band that they're not very good? And then they played this song, and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're serious now. Well, it would have been a more realistic movie, I think, if they had mm-hmm. just been like a totally mediocre like high school band. Mm-hmm. But like right, right from the start, yeah. first of all, the bassist is just nailing it. Yes. Every song, he is nailing it. Yes. Um, and him and the drummer, which like they were friends before, which is kind of fun, mm-hmm. and they're always like totally in sync. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think that's great. But 
Uh, this is my second favorite song of their original songs, I think. Um, and I, I think that uh, it's just nice. It's it, it's a feel-good song. Mm-hmm. It is. Going up. I love that the synth that they play in it is super simple. They just like hold one note, and every once in a while, mm-hmm. they like go up and mm-hmm. then down and then back to the same note. It's so simple, and it adds so much because they play the little guitar riff on top mm-hmm. of it, and it's... Sounds when so they're good. going through and they show the keyboardist and he's just he's just jamming <laughs> he's out holding totally, one key. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. holding one note and he's going crazy. <laughs> well, that's that he's every band member is so yeah. good. Thematically too, I like when they're they kind of show the process of writing the song mm-hmm. and the lyrics going around in their heads. And this is the first one he kind of well, he always gives the songs to Rafina, but this is the first one that like he kind of uh, you know, for with the riddle of the model, he's like, oh, uh, you know, he she's like, oh, that's so sweet. You wrote a song about me. He's like, no, uh, it's actually about this different model. This is the first one where he doesn't really say anything, but it's it becomes clear at this point to her that this guy one is definitely writing these songs for me, and two, I might actually like this kid a little bit too. And I like that there's hints of that throughout it as she's oh, yeah. listening to the song as well. So loved that. Um, Daniel. I just kind of echo what I said earlier. I don't think there's anything technically wrong with the song. It's not anything I'd really listen to, but I think just as part of the movie goes, it's just, it's confusing to me because I feel like I could hear the song on the radio today. Really? And I'm just Is thinking Is that a good like, thing? Well, no, it doesn't really fit the movie to me because I'm like, if it's set in the 80s, I don't know. And I go back to the line of, well, I'm a futurist. Like he thinks, you know, he's doing something new and original. He's no longer copying, you know, just the music video we saw the other day. I get that. But at the same time, I don't know. I think it should have been more 80s-ish to fit the tone of the movie. See, I found it pretty 80s. Really? Yeah. I thought that it, it fit pretty well. And I could be wrong. I, think the, I just yeah, I, don't I know. just thought that it... And yeah. I thought I didn't know anything about music, Daniel. Oh, shame on me. I'm not correcting you. I'm just <laughs> saying no, no, that no, that's you where can. I sat. It's fine. No, <laughs> what do I know? Matthew, get him. <laughs> you know what, Daniel? Why do I know? You get are him. incorrect. There we go. That's why I haven't got this on the show. We just have three more, two more people to tell <laughs> no. Daniel he's wrong. Daniel, you're wrong. So, so, do you have any more notes on this? Or should we rate it? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and rate it. We've got some let's more songs it. to get through, but yeah, that's where we are in the movie. Things are kind of progressing with the band. Things are progressing with the girl. Things are on the up and up. Nice. Mm. Thank you. How long did you think about that one? That was just now, actually. I didn't nice. have that one written Good down. One. <laughs> this song? I'm really proud yeah. of myself. I'm going to give it... It's hard for me to, like... It's They're so new in my life, so it's mm-hmm. kind of hard, but I'm going to go 7-5. Mm, eight. Ooh, okay. Backing up. I'm. We're pretty close. I'm a seven five on this one. So this one, like to talk more in depth about the music for two seconds. Uh, the reason it's not like an eight for me is I love the. I don't. I don't love the chorus. I love everything else about it. Like not that the chorus is bad. It's still a seven five. It's still a good song. Still up on it. But the. Uh, it's like like she lights me up and then that's like just repeated a bunch all the other lyrics though that fill out the rest of the song i think are fantastic yeah i agree it kicks riddle in the model in the ass and it's like hey this movie has really good songs and it's about to have even better ones it's just like by the way it's it's going in the right direction yes um yeah the chorus they stay on that one chord for Two measured longer than I think they should have. Where it's, uh, <laughs> well, so she lights me now up. We're talking about measures. <laughs> she lights me up. I mean, it's the same chord. I, I think they that's... should have changed that second chord to the minor. 
I disagree. Ooh. I think it's a perfect song. Ten I give it a four. No, I'm kidding. Oh, you're giving it a four. <laughs> I give it a four. See, I like the chorus, and I like like when the full band comes in in the second mm-hmm. verse is mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I don't think they should have put the minor at all. Well, you know what, Luke? They should have gone to the second minor. You know like, what? Hey up. guys, can we let Matthew? Give <laughs> He's <a score>? fine. <laughs> Are you fine? Seven. 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 Okay, thank you. <laughs> Told you. All right. I need you on our podcast. Oh, that when Luke <laughs> rambles, you're just like, hey, hey, all right, now, Luke, let's. You haven't been introduced at all. You just sit there and you're <laughs> silent. And then when Luke rambles, you go, all right, now, Luke, let's, uh, let's let Matthew talk. Now we get to the point in the movie where uh, they are filming their next uh, music video. They go out to like this pier, the lighthouse, and everything, and they're mm-hmm. singing A Beautiful Sea. Mm-hmm. And they're filming this music video. And they're talking about like how can we look like it makes we like looks like it we're jumping into the water but we're not and they have a discussion about that and then when, of course when they go to film it Rafina actually does jump into the water she can't swim and Connor jumps in after her and she's like he's like why'd you do that you can't swim and he says something or she says something along the lines of like oh it's for our art you Cosmo. can't do anything by half you can't always do remember by, that you can't which do is great because it's such like a pretentious high school thing to say yeah, like, yeah it fits i agree perfectly which i like that it's it is but at the same time they do like live that out later on in the movie which i think like plants those seeds well it does plant seeds and he plants a big old kiss on her and it is awesome because it is such an awkward ass high school first kiss and then he talks too much afterwards she's like you kind of ruined it and just walks away and i was like yeah yeah not everything is like Fair perfect enough. with like fireworks going on yeah, in the background yeah i did she, like that yeah she clearly like likes it and like isn't opposed but it's still a very like quick kiss done a little no one else it. A little smooch- well a little she smooch- specifically <laughs> says like he's he apologized and she goes no it's fair game it's fair kind of sounds bad but right yeah uh <laughs> she is single yeah i guess <laughs> sort of and um, then he asks what about I don't know. Oh, the other about guy, Evan, Evan, Craig yeah, or the other guy. But she was Evan. on a break. Not to bring it back to friends, but she <laughs> this was is a, a friend. They podcast. were on a break. <laughs> they were. That is literally the case. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna break the chain here a little do bit. Do it. You never break the chain. This is my least favorite song, mm. and I hate to say it, but it is. And it's, I'm giving it. Uh, not to shoot my shot too quickly here. I'm giving it a five. So it's not bad. I don't think it's bad. I think it's mainly the movie's fault because the rest of these songs I feel like fit in so well and this one is not even sung all the way through I think when they're shooting it kind of cuts no, out and they right. go mm-hmm. it kind of just drowns out into instrumental at one point and I was like listening to the soundtrack leading up to this to watching it and I was like why don't I remember this song and then when I watched the movie I was like that's why because they don't really it's like the least constructed one, I think, in the movie. What about when the entire band so stops playing and goes, I do like that. Yeah. So no one told like you life was gonna. Like, friends? <laughs> wow, that was we okay, I would like the record to show that I did not clap at all. Um, I was <laughs> going you. to bring that up. Just so. Friends? No. Oh. <laughs> the part where they clap because that was the point in the movie where I was like, Yes! <laughs> 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 he jumped. I I looked over at Matthew because this is in the first half of the movie, so we were still watching it. And I was like... He's smiling. I, I just smiled. <laughs> no, it was great. It was awesome. And like, even though this is my favorite song, I, I, I always... <gasps> 
It isn't. It, no, it isn't. Oh, oh, I thought I was like, <gasps> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Your reaction <laughs> was so genuine. I was like, I'm so sorry. Oh, man. No, this is not a Harris song. Okay. Um, I think I've got you pegged. I think I'm correct in my... Oh, you are. Oh, oh okay. You are. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it's going to be awkward when I'm not. <laughs> it's a uh, Up Bedroom Remix. Um, the, the sexy remix. Sexy remix. <laughs> sexy remix of up. No, um... Wait, sexy remix This of song the movie does up? kind of... Shut up, Matthew. <laughs> this song does kind of, like, lose me after a little while, but I like it. Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me of... The beach. I don't know. It's yeah. like a beach song, which mm-hmm. I guess I, I get it. It's called A Beautiful Sea. Whatever. You make a good point about the clapping thing. Like, the kids are very clearly getting a lot better at what they're doing, like, yeah. technically speaking. And I, I like seeing the progression of that, too. So even though I'm not high on the song, it's like, okay, they've learned a thing or two. They're not arguing over makeup or costumes at this point. They're getting all the shots while the music videos are technically speaking better at this point. So, yeah. I like it. Nice. Dano. Not How, song. Why do you like hate this song? <laughs> <laughs> to me, this song, I listened to the soundtrack on the way here just so it was fresh in my mind. This is the song that I can never remember. I don't know. And I think that's just, just my personal taste. I always feel like the melody is just kind of just forget, forgettable. Welcome to the Daniel Hates Everything podcast. I'm your host, not Daniel. Welcome my other two co-hosts, also not Daniel and also not Daniel. Daniel and Daniel, of course, the host of the show where he hates everything. Yes. There we go. I hate Thank everything. <sighs> wow. Say something. Say something random. Say it right now. Why? Just say something. No. Random. Say a noun. Say a noun. No. Say a noun. I won't do say it. Say a noun. Cheeseburgers. I hate it. I hate it. Don't give me Matthew. Satisfaction, Matthew. <laughs> Wheaties. I hate them. I hate everything. Your wife. Uh, hate her. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Gotta double down. We're posting He this. loves the bit. Shane probably loves the bit that. more than his wife. Shane doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not too scared. I love my wife. She's going to get a call from a family love- member. <laughs> yeah, because this would be the one she listened to, and she'd get, skip right to the middle to be just like, I hate my wife. <laughs> Knowing yeah, my life, that's, that's how it funny. Uh, yeah, so uh, three for me. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, that reminds me. I should be keeping score here on this song. Yes. <laughs> I, I got it. I'm not that far behind. Go ahead. Yes. Luke, uh, what you, would you like to say? Oh, I forgot. I had to write, um, you are the host of the show. <laughs> Man, that clap is so fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Seven. Should Seven. every song have, have clapping it in it? No. If they're going to... Once in my life, I just want to go to a concert where everyone stop, like all the musicians stop and just go at the same time. And then I would, I'd be happy forever. I love it. It was so awesome. Best You're part saying of the movie. It's so fresh, yet this is not. Like, you seem more excited than your score. I'm way more excited about that clap than I am the rest of the song. Okay, fair what enough. Matthew. I'll give it a six. Okay. It's catchy. I did kind of understand what you were saying about how it kind of like. It never really. It's not a, a song. Right. Like, it kind of like fades off into another part of the movie. I do like that that scene after yeah. that song, though. Like, when they're all on the bus and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It gives a nice little yeah. warm, cozy feeling. There's no dialogue. You see the bassist dancing around, which is another reason why he's like the, the my best. favorite character of the whole movie. Well, the, my favorite part of him is when they make him wear makeup. He's so and mad he about looks it. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a twelve year old like guy who showed up to show choir, and they're like, "Put this makeup." He looks on, like me in show choir. Yeah. I, you can say it. 
Like looks like Luke 16. Robbins and Show Choir back in Wait, we're we in Show Choir together? Yeah, me and Luke were in Show Choir. Can we get pictures of that? To <laughs> use as like promotion for this house. Episode. It's out there. Yeah, yeah it is out there. Look on Facebook. All right. All right. Huh. Did you propose when you were in Show Choir? <laughs> I did. That's where we met. <laughs> to Matthew. <laughs> when he was 13. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's unusual. Yeah. Who am I to All right. Judge? What's yeah. the next song? The next song is Drive It Like You Stole It. Oh, on, yes. Did, are we sure we didn't skip one? I'm sure. Yeah, no, because they do the because they're not in the concert yet. They're, they're not in the, the yeah. They're filming it. They're filming it. That's the thing. Like they're practicing for their gig. My question is, did yes. we skip to find you? We kind of. So here's the okay. thing. Here's my point. Thematically, or yes, thematically in the movie, to find you is written and semi-performed in between a beautiful sea and drive it like you stole it, but it is performed in fullness later yes. in the gig and it has its uh themes kind of revealed All later right. on well so we we'll will, come we'll back to that. that one yes so drive it like you stole it huh <laughs> drive it like you stole it so at this point in the movie they've accepted a gig for the school and they're going through a little bit of a rough patch rafina and connor because rafina has seemingly run off to england with this other guy and she did not tell connor mm. and he's pretty upset no, she about did it not. and so they're filming their next music video this time without Rafina. Well, they're expecting her. They're expe- that's right. Correct me. Uh, if I'm ever wrong, please. Any of you. <laughs> like just now. I correct. don't ever want to be wrong. <laughs> Any mistakes cannot be published. Um, <laughs> and so they're waiting, they're waiting, and they're waiting, and then the short redhead kid who we can't understand Dad says and... very clearly <laughs> uh, that Rafina is get... not going to show up. We She's not showing up. Go ahead. Yes. But just like... That was great. That yeah, was good. pretty good. I, I, understood I didn't you. need subtitles for that. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been Darren. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they start performing this song, and they're. I love that the kid is like, he's like, hey, have you seen Back to the Future? And everyone's like, no. <laughs> but everyone who's watching this at this point, because it's so 80s inspired, is like, yeah, I've seen Back to the Future. Like, you know where it's going mm-hmm. in the aesthetic. And can I just say, I love how when this starts off, he like glances at the door once and it's just the regular school gym door. He goes, cuts back to him and then he looks at it again and Rafina walks in and it's nighttime behind her. She's in this dress and as she's walking in, you can tell everything's decorated. It cuts back to him in reality and then goes back to her and as she walks in, the gym is full of all these kids who are dressed up in 50s garb and the music kicks in and Luke tells us about Travis like he's Am I allowed to cuss on this podcast? Yes. This song... It does. It has actual sexual intercourse. Do we Which have is the line that se- <laughs> Brendan says. Yeah. Okay, that's. I just got to steal from that yeah. because that is one of my favorite scenes because Brendan goes, You want to have actual sexual intercourse, don't you? And <laughs> Connor, Connor goes, Matthew's great. Connor goes, Yeah, I do. Wait, what? <laughs> it's like, it's about the girl, right? Yeah. This song is unstoppable. Mm-hmm. I have listened to it many times since first watching this movie um it rocks it, it rocks my socks off <laughs> he's not wearing socks i'm not anymore. wearing any socks luke hasn't weird socks. <laughs> 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 damn it it was gonna be so good and i screwed it up still good luke has, has worn... not worn socks. <laughs> luke has not <laughs> luke has not worn socks in three weeks because of this <laughs> movie <laughs> um i like the lyrics yeah I like every lyric, literally. Every I've word. looked at them. Um, <laughs> well, subtitles were on. You had to. <laughs> you were forced I was like, to. 
Okay. No. Um, <laughs> the song kind of just gives you what just enough of what you don't expect mm-hmm. to where it's awesome, but like you can still latch onto it. Yeah. There's an awesome like guitar solo bit. Mm-hmm. It's just everyone's on the same page, and that page is what if we took Maneater. And made it way, <laughs> way cooler. Oh, I don't know what that is. That's the <laughs> song that they're listening to when when they're like dancing around that scene that you talked about. But wow, great song. I don't even know. I like the part right before this when he says, "Have you seen Back to the Future?" And Rafina says, "I've seen every movie." I was like, okay, <laughs> slow your roll. Yeah, there. Rafina's kind of yeah. yeah. Um, my least favorite song. This is your least favorite. It's my song? least favorite. Song. No, it's not. <laughs> Get out of here! I'm How? sorry. This is high school this musical. Is a joke at this point, right? No, I swear. I played this no for Shay because way. I was like, we're talking about Sing Street. I played it, and she said, "Turn that off." What? She hates it more than I do. How? This is my second. I'm sorry. Favorite song. What kind of I'm sad sorry. household. Do you come? I'm, sorry. I'm texting Shay it's right just now. To... Totally not my bag, but that is totally fine. I'm sorry. Not your it's bag. It's not totally fine. It's. I'm sorry. You've taken a big old shit in our bag. I think it's very cool how it's shot. It does have that Back to the Future That's reference. Great. And best no, scene I, in the movie, too. It's very it's cool. Just, it's no, it's very cool. I just, no, I would never listen to the song. I, so, I'm sorry. so sad. Uh, That's Okay, see, I thought it was going to be, I thought this was going to be the one where I was like, even Daniel came around on Drive It Like You Stole It, and then the other ones you would go back to hating everything. But I guess I was wrong. We don't know each other. Should we even finish this miniseries? <laughs> Musically, I'm just the odd one out. I'm sorry. And I'm not trying to be that pretentious douchebag who's like, oh, this isn't real music. It's totally just a taste thing. It's totally. I don't know. We've got three other you just called opinions it, here. That... You just called it High School Musical. <laughs> How's that? Little... Does that mean it's bad? Because then we have <laughs> another whole genre of films here that we probably have to be fair. more divisive takes on. <laughs> I would not hate on High School Musical. I've seen all three of those movies. Oh. They're they're fun movies. Let's save so. this for our High School Musical podcast. Oh, we'll yeah. save for High School Musical podcast. You're right. I am the mini Sharpay. series. The mini, the, the musical, <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> I think that's actually what it's called. Oh my god! I give this a two and a half. Are you, okay. I cannot oh deal <laughs> with what is happening today because I am so going bad. to give it. I would like to talk two, about this two song. and a half. Matthew has to talk about this. I would like to talk about this. Yeah, song. go ahead. Yes, go for All it. right, so it starts. Uh, when it starts with this like super noisy synth it's like dan mm-hmm. dan 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 and you're kind of like eh that's all right and then everything else do 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 it's so good everything is perfectly <laughs> bass in sync the player once again shows up the bass mm-hmm. player and the drummer are perfectly in sync which they talk about cuz they're listening to these records and uh they, yes, that Eamon is a good says, point. or Eamon, I mm-hmm. would pronounce it, mm-hmm. says, like, do you see how the, the kick and the bass are synchronized? And then the next song that they play is, it's perfectly done. And so you can, yeah, you can see where they're getting their inspiration and, like, learning. Because, like, as a music maker, you kind of have to learn those things. You don't just inherently, like, know, yeah. oh, you should sync your bass with your kick drum. Right. You, like, hear it in a song and you're like, I should totally try that. Yeah. So I appreciated that they put that in there. And... Yeah, great song, super catchy. The scene where everyone's dancing uh, in like classic Back to the Future style mm-hmm. prom. Uh, when Evan starts like messing with Rafina and mm-hmm. uh, Brendan comes in. He comes in with the jacket and the, the motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. And he pulls out a knife and they have their like super cheesy fight scene <laughs> yes. to where uh, Evan is just kind of like, you know what? Okay, I'll back off. 
kind of pats him on the back. He's like, get out of here. Yeah. He's like, fair play, man. And he yeah. gives like a finger gun to his brother on stage and kind of salutes him and walks yeah. off. I like that his parents are there too dancing because at this mm. point, I believe they had the conversation where yes. they're like, hey, we're getting divorced. It was divorced. directly after that. Yes. And so at this point, this is where Connor's at his low. His girl is gone. His parents are divorced. He just had a huge fight, too, with his older brother. Yeah. And so this is like the fantasy world that music has created for him yeah. in which everything is as perfect as it could be. And you know what? When you're like whatever, 15, I feel like that's what, like eventually, maybe not at 15, but like maybe you're younger, maybe you're older. Everyone has that point where music becomes like real for them mm -hmm. and you find your specific tastes. And this movie portrays that so freaking well because not just the way it's shot, but I'm also a sucker for like the whole reality versus like the fantasy elements of this. And this is like the one time they kind of mess with that the most and the, everything yeah. is done so, so well. I'm going to give the song, like, if we're talking, like, and again, this is strictly on me listening to the music Yes. without the movie. If it's just music without the movie, it's, like, an 8.5. Within the context of the movie, it's a 10, easily. I think so. This is the money ball of songs This is the money ball of songs, yeah. Uh, Matthew, I missed your score. What'd you give it? Eight. Eight. What did I give it? You haven't yet. Oh, very cool. <laughs> You gotta give it a ten, right? I, I'm gonna give it a nine five. Nine five. Okay. I can't give it a ten at this yeah. point in my life. I'm scoring it a ten for me, too just soon. again because this is a movie podcast, not meant to be taken seriously. Seriously, we go through different miniseries, oh five-year-old films, franchises, and finally actors. And this time, we're talking about music with the Donut Dudes. So, we're moving on to the next song. What next song to is you. "To Find You." All right. Take, Take it away. Oh, sorry, Matthew. I'm so sorry. No, it's not. It's girls. Right, uh, and then no, and then yeah. Else, yeah. girls first, girls then to find you. So girls first. Girls. This is the next. <laughs> we <that's>, know. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you guys are married. Yes. Um, so <laughs> that doesn't mean they hate girls. Well, I don't know. Uh, well, do you all? Ask me some reason. He hates women. Hmm. He does. No, I don't know. Just girls. No. <laughs> Once they are adults, it's fine. <laughs> I don't like this anymore. This is getting dangerous. <laughs> this is weird, and I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah. This For is the, the record, none of this is true. I. I dislike the song Matthew titled Girls. There we go. Thank you, Matthew. Okay. Um, cut, that out. <laughs> cut it all out. Song where I clarify that I'm not <laughs> just, a horrible human being. I'm going to cut out the whole bit that we just did. I'm just going to have Matthew clarifying that he doesn't hate girls. And people are going to be like, that seems weirdly suspicious to just say that out of context. <laughs> is Matthew misogynist? Should we cancel him? The answer is yes. Just, just to be sure, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Daniel, start us off on Girls. This, to me, is the same as uh, the one about the sea, <laughs> where I couldn't really tell you how this one goes. I'm sorry. So I can't really, I feel bad rating this, because I kind of forget oh, how it goes. Complicated boys, boys, boys. Okay. The girls yeah. are so complicated. Okay. Do you remember? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, you guys did watch the same movie, right? <laughs> we did. Okay. I'll give us a five. Your turn. He watched 21 okay. Jump Street. <laughs> 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 Street in the name, and he was like, "Oh, this is it, right?" Yeah. <laughs> Where's the he music? Watched, all he watched about? Ten Cloverfield Lane, <laughs> and he was like, "This is it, right?" <laughs> Just because it has like the name of. I'm waiting for the monster to sing at the end. <laughs> I like this song. Um, I like that it's kind of weird, yeah, funky. Mm -hmm. um, this is funky. The it's like funky and like a it's it's almost kind of cheesy. If there yeah. was a word that I would use to describe this, it'd be funky. It's not funky. I'm really sorry. 
It's it's. <laughs> just shoot him. Twice. Shut up, man. I it's agreed with you. You said it was funky. I said yeah, I agree. And you were like, actually, no. it's not funky. <laughs> this is the song where he like starts and he like does like the strum, strum, yeah. strum, strum. Yeah, like up do, down. Do do do. And I like when he's on stage do. and he kind of like does those robotic movements. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's cool. This kid, this kid's nailing it. Um, this this band sort of reminds me of one of my favorite bands, the nineteen seventy five. If they were mm-hmm. doing way less drugs and like way less experimental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. overall they're like um, an, a more mm-hmm. innocent the 1975 yeah yeah and the 1975 well, actually 1955 nah there it is <laughs> <laughs> please leave they also have a song called girls but that there's is better um this song is still like i like yeah i like it's just it's a bright like it is kind of a cheesy chorus in mm-hmm. my opinion but it's like a really good cheesy and yeah. it's it's good hunk of cheese it's a, it's a fine it's a provolone. wheel of cheese no 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 no, no. it's okay. not provolone it's gouda, gouda. smoked uh, gouda <laughs> I'm getting lost in the, the cheese bit here um, <laughs> I'm getting lost in the cheese <laughs> this I do like that they I'm kind of in between you guys here I like that this is the first thematically again we're seeing their gig uh, being performed on stage and everything this is the first song they play, and then they have the two others afterwards. So I like that they are, again, kind of starting off with this one on purpose. And then, then everyone mm-hmm. complains that they have a slower song after this. And so this one, to me, again, kind of, it's kind of midway. It's like, I don't think it's, I like uh, Beautiful Sea better. I like this is has one of my favorite choruses of the whole yeah. thing. I like the chorus more than the rest. It's kind of the the inverse of of up that we talked about. Yes. So yeah, so, down there you go. Down <laughs> this should be called down. Okay. So I what like, kind of cheese are you giving this song? I don't even know anymore. How many wheels of cheese? I'm trying. I'm looking at all these numbers now, realizing how many averages and how much math I'm going to have to do. Yeah. So well, you okay. should just okay. No, he's got it. I got it. All right. I'm giving this one a 6.5. Uh, Luke, what did you give it? I'm going to give it a 7.5. 7. I really like the chorus. And Matthew, what do you think? So I don't have a lot to say mm-hmm. other than I don't like the chorus. I think we know what our bottom song is going to be. I won't even have to do the averages on this. His, <laughs> Matthew's going to drag this down to the depths. <laughs> Zero. His verse, or his voice kind of cracks. Yeah. Which... It's cool. I yeah, it def it adds because a lot of times in movies like this, the the song will be super auto tuned and evident mm-hmm. that they recorded it somewhere else. And so it's kinda nice that it's his organic. voice crack. But coming from a song standpoint, like watching like just listening to the soundtrack, mm-hmm. it doesn't I just, I don't vibe with it. Uh, I would give the song a five. A five. That's pretty high for something you're not vibing with. I don't know. I mean, it's it's still catchy, and think, it's yeah. like I think over at the Donut Dudes, like anything five and below was like you didn't like it. That's kind of the same here. I've noticed we've given, a, especially for this yeah. miniseries, we just talked about this. We've given a lot of high score to movies, and it's fine. They're all <laughs> mainly good movies, but yeah, we need to we need to have a conversation about that. Be harder on our down. scores. Yeah. All right. Next up. Next. Wait, did... I gave it a five. Oh, did no. you just okay. Yep. Yeah, you did. Yes, you did. It was the other one you didn't like. To find you. To find Start May I please Matthew. go first? Yeah. yeah, Matthew can go first. All right, so they, uh, they say that they're going to play a slow song, mm-hmm. and the whole band is like, no, we're not playing a bleeding slow song mm-hmm. <laughs> in a gig, which I understand where they're coming from, but to me, when I'm at a concert and I like know the artist, I'm like waiting for them to play that slow song. Yeah. Because there's something about like, slow songs are usually the ones that hit me the most or I mm-hmm. connect with the most emotionally and like I can like actually relate with, 
And so then to be in like the same room as the person that wrote that song, it's like, you went through the same thing as me. And so you're like there with them and everyone's quiet because everyone's been going crazy the whole concert. And then now they're just silent listening to this guy playing the piano and sing. It's like great. And that's what I look forward to. And some of my best concert moments are the slow, intimate Mm. songs. Mm -hmm. So I love that. And this song just rocks. The piano is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like insanely beautiful. The words are perfect. uh, And I like how it kind of like flips back and forth between their concert and Rafina listening to it because it's clearly written to her and how she's been kind of a bad word. Uh, Ooh. And Are we let us write in this podcast? Uh, yes, you are. Um, Say it. She's kind of a bitch no, to him No, you're a misogynist. <laughs> oh, my God. Go for it. Cancel him. Uh, I love this song. I'm giving this song a 10. Whoa. Uh, hey, Woo-woo. Wow. All right. I to jump off of what Matthew was just saying, they kind of show that this is being written after Rafina and him have hard times. He thinks she's gone. She shows back up. He's like, "Hey, where have you been?" And she's like, "Oh, you know, things just didn't work out or whatever." And then they're walking along in the park, and she's like, "Oh, would you still fancy me if I worked at McDonald's?" They're having this conversation. She's kind of alluding to giving up on her dream, and he's kind of like, "I don't know. I'm not ready to give up on my stuff." And she's like, "Well, just look at me. I'm sitting here with a." 15-year-old schoolboy and with no job or anything like that. And he takes offense to that because it's like, oh, so you just think I'm no big mm-hmm. deal. Right. And I do appreciate you get hints of this with Connor throughout the whole movie that he's like, when he first sees Rafina, he's like, okay. He's told uh, that she's just out there, that she won't talk to anyone. And he's like, well, why is she out here during you know midday by the school corner if she doesn't want to talk to anybody? And he goes up to her and he talks to her. He mm-hmm. has this underlying confidence throughout the whole movie yeah. with her to like you know approach her because he has a crush on her and it's always in a positive way. And he's still awkward. He's still stumbling into the kiss and he still he like walks into a car after a conversation and it's still awkward. But he always is ready to. He's not ready to give up. And I love that during their argument before the song starts to be written when she shows back up after her failed trip to England with this other guy. He, the confidence is displayed in him standing up to her. And so I get what you guys are saying, that she isn't the best for him or to him. I I don't discount the movie for that, though, because I like that they write Connor really well, and he's not mm-hmm. just some groveling like, oh. And it wasn't some big argument. He's just like, he just kind of gets up, and she's like, oh, where are you going? And he's like, I need to go practice. He's like, oh, take me with you. He's like, no, I'm, I'm just leaving. No. And he just walks out. But he's not, like, immature about it. He mm-hmm. still goes and writes the song. You see before they start playing this gig that he gives her another tape, just mm-hmm. addressed to her. And then while they're playing the gig, you see it's intercut with what Matthew was saying, with yeah. her listening to it with tears on her face on her bedroom. So it's, yeah, I think this is a nine. It's really Something good. I, I picked up on, like, just how much confidence he has yes. throughout the entire movie. It's like even... Just like when the schoolmaster told him to take his shoes off. Yeah. And he was just like, okay, and just walked around the school in socks. Mm-hmm. Like, he, I would have, like, crawled into a corner and cried or something yeah. if, yeah, if I was the one person that didn't have shoes, you know? Yeah. And uh, I did appreciate how when he, you, like you said, he wasn't, like, immature about it. He just kind of got up and left. He wasn't, like, a simp. Like, yeah. I, I feel like in a lot of movies, like, the he's in love with her. He just does whatever they say and just deals mm-hmm. with it. But he's like, that was offensive. You called me a, a 15-year-old schoolboy. Like, you put me down. Yeah, I'm just going to leave. exactly what I am. Right. Yeah. 
that's fair. That <laughs> she, she is, but she, yeah, she she's also young. It's, it's, yeah, it's a yeah. negative connotation. Yes, so. it did. But she's also trying to be like so much older than she mm-hmm. is. The she whole is. movie, like so, with her yes. makeup, and like there's a couple scenes where like she kind of gets washed off, and like okay, she is really young, mm. but mm-hmm. she's trying so much harder to be older than she is. Yes. All right, we gotta get back to the song though. We, well, let's see what Daniel. This has is to my second favorite original song in this movie. Second to the Riddle of the Model. He gives uh, it a four. No. <laughs> I like that it's got a little Elton John kind of vibe, too, at the oh, piano. Nice. I enjoyed that. Uh, six and a half. <laughs> that is wildly pathetic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, I give it an eight. It's not my favorite, obviously. Okay. Um, and for some reason, I liked listening to it during the movie way more than I did just, like, on its own. Like, in their gig, I, like, felt, like, so much more yeah. than I did just listening to it. It's, it's a good song, but, yeah. like, I wouldn't listen to it, like, twice in a row, for example. I think it serves the story and the movie better than it does than the standalone song. I disagree. I think it's about the same. Well, I disagree, because you look funny. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Great, you guys. Glad we got that said now. Um, let's move on. <laughs> Please, dear God. Uh, the last song here, we got Brown Shoes. Which is like the big musical number at the end of their gig. And uh, Brother Baxter is like, hey, you've got to be careful. Because he's like the abusive head of the school. And he's worse than the bully, I think. Way uh, worse. Yes. Way, way worse. Um, because he is an adult and not a child. And the bully mean. even comes around. Yeah, bully comes around. Which is a weird uh, side par like it didn't like i like that they did it but i was like you're overreaching a little bit like this kid definitely like went too far he wasn't like verbally he was very physically abusive throughout the movie you can forgive him all you want but having him be a part of the the roadies of the band it just felt a little like all right you threw it in there you're getting a little too cute for yourself here movie but it's (laughs) they don't waste too much time on it but yeah at the end of the movie they're at the end of the gig excuse me they're going to perform this song that is very much based on their hatred of the system and the school and they're rebelling against it mm. and I think it's wonderful. Um, five. But I do like it when they threw out the mask of Is the, that really your story? Yes. Yeah, okay. When they threw out the, the mask of the priest's face. I don't know. I wasn't paying close attention at first and I asked Luke, is that Hitler? Because I thought it was Hitler for a second. And he said, why would it why be would Hitler? Be? Daniel? <laughs> nice. and he said that and I said, oh, I don't know. And then I said, oh, that's the priest. I don't know. Why Weird. Wait. <laughs> don't worry about it. He throws so Hitler weird. masks out. <laughs> <laughs> he throws out masks hey. of, the, the, of Brother Baxter, and they Brother all Baxter. wear them. Brother Baxter would have been a cooler band name. Should we start a band? I think we should. Brother Baxter, a punk rock band where we dressed as priests, <laughs> throwing <laughs> brown shoes at people. Very cool. That's just a light idea I had. Um, this, is, this is Girls' younger brother. That's like trying, yeah. trying really hard, mm-hmm. and it's doing a good job. Yeah, but it's still the younger brother. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, am I that's, supposed to guess now? You're probably yes. Like, uh, no, that's a seven. Okay. Um, I'm not a huge fan of this song. Every time I see brown shoes, I think of blue suede shoes for some reason. And <laughs> yeah, I I start singing that. I was gonna snap along. Uh, but. <laughs> I don't know. The song is kind of forgettable to me, even though it's like the, the. Yeah, I kind of can't remember like the chorus. Yeah, neither can <laughs> I. I know I like it. It's it's kind of. He got brown shoes on. Can I think any, that is not anyone, how that goes. Can, no, no, no. Hold on a second. I want to see. You can't remember. No, that. I can't. 
Move. I listened to this too on the way here. I know. <laughs> I, I can't. Okay, that's so the, the verse. It's, it's a little like I think. Oh boy, I can't remember the chorus. Matthew, I've seen the movie fifteen times. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> All right, so let's see. It goes. Lost my brown shoe. There's <laughs> like eight minutes. Can someone show going. me where I put my shoe? I'm playing it. Does, do you remember? I do. Do it. Do so it. I can't sing it. Though. It's West Hour. I, I cannot sing it. Come on, big dog. Sing it for it. It's, says, since it's so humble, hum it, and then we'll says, play it. <laughs> it's fine. I'm taking you down, because shoes on the other foot, shoes on the other foot, shoes on the other foot now. Yeah? Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Can't find my other shoe. Can't find my that, other thank shoe. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, who go? has it? I'm giving it a Brown. six point five. I gave it a seven. <laughs> You're giving it a seven. Daniel gave it a five. Right? Yeah, he or did something? give it a five. I'm giving it a six point five. I'm kind of in between. Dan Matthew. Five. <laughs> five. Okay. Don't okay. Like the song right hey. We got a, a, a shitload of. Math. We agreed on two songs. Hey, bro. send me. Just tell me what like two of the two of the t- t- totals are, and I'll do. So the music in this film. That Luke and I have stated, and Matthew have stated, is is good. It's very good. We all like it. Three-fourths of us in the room like it. Thanks to Daniel, gets a 6.5. So wait, what if, like, how does this rank, what if the other albums you guys have talked about? So we got. usually like do... what's like the average, like what's the number like assign we... a number to something that's good <laughs> for the most part. So we usually do uh, like I will rank each song individually and yeah. then that will be my score. Yes. And, okay. We give like him an average and I can give we give me an yes. average, right? So. And I think that the highest like okay, so the human condition, I think I gave like a seven point five or something like that. I the and highest I gave was like albums. an eight point nine or maybe an eight point two or something like that. So like it's it's hard when you're giving at like when you do average averages, obviously bring it, it brings down. it so down. That's so that's definitely like a six point five and out of ten in reality, uh, averaging for people's opinions is pretty decent. Cons- all things considered, because it's every song, yeah. even the ones we didn't really like. Look at all that. Look at all that math we just did. That's crazy. Proud of you guys. Um, normally we would go through and talk about every cast member, but I think we've kind of gone through yeah, like the it's... story enough to know. Like these are not actors who you see in everyday films. The biggest one would be. Uh, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, he plays the father, and then Jack Raynor plays the older brother, who has since gone on since this movie to star in other films. And I think that, you know, five years later, looking back on that, that's definitely the right choice. Whoever his agent is, get him more projects. I could see him being a superhero or something at some point, or or an Oscar winner. He was great. He's really, really good. Luke said he should have been played by Chris Pratt. I said the American version of this movie has Chris Pratt as the older brother. That makes sense. We have Tom Holland as the main character. No, no, no. no, This is onward. No, no, no. no, no, no. We did not say that. Tom Holland is He's too old. He's too good looking. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I thought thought we said that was Michael Sarah. Oh, <laughs> Michael Sarah is the main kid. Perfect. We'd have to de-age these this guys, but I like This is a perfect movie. <laughs> yes. It was made works. like seven years ago. Michael Sarah as that kid. Oh, as that kid. I would watch the crap out of that movie. Yes. Um, and then we discussed how Michael Sarah actually has an album does. on Spotify. Did cool. you know that? Kind of cool. Wow. Actually. No, it's I didn't. actually good. It's yeah. like a seven for you guys, right? <laughs> no. I know. I give it a four. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. Uh, let's jump in really quick to do some potent quotables before we wrap up this episode. So potent quotables are fun, interesting, or meaningful quotes throughout the movie that we enjoyed. 
uh, hit us with your highlights, Matthew. So I liked the quote when she said, you can't do everything by half. Mm -hmm. I thought that the way she said that was super strange. Like just that phrasing is weird. Like Um, she doesn't talk that way the rest of the movie. Yeah. She only says that. That that sounds like a really pretentious, like you can't do everything by half, Mm -hmm. but that's not who she is. So I thought that was interesting. I like that it kind of mirrors the conversation later when uh, Connor comes back to his older brother and he's talking about the whole happy, sad monologue that she gave. And he's like, that's some pretty like high end stuff. Like, how old is this girl again? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's questioning, yeah. like, who are you hanging out with, younger brother? <laughs> yeah. But he calls him younger brother. That's yeah. not his name. Yeah. My favorite quote from the movie is the older brother when they announce that they're getting divorced, the parents. Mm-hmm. He goes, great. About time. I'll get the bags packed. Yeah. <laughs> some, something to that effect. And it's just, and he takes the situation seriously in no way. It's pretty funny. He's smoking That's, weed at the table. Yeah, he's table. literally smoking a joint at the table. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, great. I got About a time. few quotes. Uh, Did the Sex Pistols know how to play? You don't need to know how to play. Who are you, Steely Dan? You need to learn how not to play, Connor. That's the trick. That's rock and roll, and that takes practice. I love that line. I also like Gary saying, what's gay about the village people? (laughs) (laughs) And I also like, I've got a good joke for you guys. Vagina. Do you get it? No. Exactly. (laughs) That's like typical, like, (laughs) high schoolers schoolers. just being stupid. Uh, The brother does have a lot of, like, quippy one-liners. Like, I like that he calls his dad Robert the whole movie. Mm -hmm. He never calls him daddy. He's like, well, Robert. And I'm like, okay. Uh, and then he, the dad's talking to the kids about the financial situation. They're going to switch schools. And he's talking about, like, the the like motto of the school. <laughs> and he's like, do you know what that means, Connor? And the older brother jumps in. He's like, let's rape our students. He's like, no, Brendan, it doesn't. <laughs> he's like, it does not mean that at all. It's like, cut it out. He's, like, so sick of his shit at this point. He's like, stop talking, Brendan. Uh, I like uh, when they're performing. I forget which song it's after. But everyone's like the there's applause. Everyone's loving the song, and you can just hear from the background. There's a guy who's like, "That was shite," and like, <laughs> like yeah. some one dude, like Daniel's in this movie. I'm <laughs> telling you, yeah, he's me. like, I hate the song, but everyone else is just like loving it. If I think you say struggling. shite, I'm yeah. gonna laugh, just yeah. no matter what. Oh really? <laughs> the word shite is hilarious. It's pretty funny. Another great one from the brothers. Uh, no woman. <laughs> Uh, no woman can truly love a man who listens to Phil Collins. <laughs> Which is terrible. I think is so Collins. funny. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, we deduced that Shay actually does not love Daniel. <laughs> Based on that. <laughs> That's not true because we jam out to the Tarzan soundtrack. <laughs> Won't you guys just two peas in a pod? You hate this movie and you love Tarzan. You love Phil Collins. <laughs> You'll be in my heart. Thank you for that. Uh, last one that I had is like the scene where they come into the older brother's bedroom. All these have to do with the older brother. Yes. And they're like telling him, hey, we're going to run away together. We're going to go to England. He's like, do you have any like shickle or whatever? He's like, do you have like, do you know anybody in England? And they're like, no. And he's like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> he just like points to the door. He like fully commits to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then they have a really heartwarming moment at the at the dock when he sends them on the way. He like cheers them on. It's he does. awesome because like no, he, you get it's the so sense that like that. he's jealous of like yeah. how his brother just kind of is going for it and just doing it. And he's like he kind of resents him before that for, for like, a little bit. But then yeah. he's like so supportive after that. Yeah. And yeah. like when they they get in the boat, um, he like kind of looks back after he's walking away. And he's like yes. Once yes! they're out of eyesight, he like he knows like he's mm-hmm. like they're gonna do it. And then they almost die. They do almost which okay, so literally. 
I was freaking out. I was so, like, yeah, so, they can't just kill them at the end for no reason. So we were watching it, and Luke was like, do they die? And I had already seen the end. Yeah. And I just kind of had this like vision of like that's how they end the movie. The Adam Levine song, which, great song, just gets like louder Four. and louder and more intense. And then all of a sudden, a big wave crashes, and it's just... <laughs> Fade to black. Sing It's street. just gone. They're like, no, it shows an empty seat. The song goes away, and it's just silent. And it's like, I see. I would have been... Furious. I think that's a great way to end a movie. Out of my mind. I gotta be honest. Right. Um, I'm glad that you were that on board at that point because that tells me that you were very, very invested, like genuinely throughout the the whole movie and the characters and the journey that they went on. Um. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this this last one is to infinity and beyond. It's the question that we pose at the end of every review. Uh, what's this movie's legacy gonna be in another five years, and should it be talked about? Uh, we mentioned that it's definitely not free on Amazon Prime, but it's definitely, I think, from your guys' perspective, worth the price mm-hmm. at least a few times. <laughs> Just rinse it over and over again. Watch it every couple of Just support couple them weeks. more and more. Don't don't buy it. Not a one-time buy. It's a single-use plastic right there. <laughs> this is such a safe and nice movie you can put on pretty much in front of anybody. Mm, there's a lot of curse words in this movie. And they smoke weed. And there's violence. They talk about sex. There's a fight scene with the knives. (laughs) It gets a little violent. Daniel, you sound so defeated just because you don't like. You always curl up into a ball. I'm not curling up into a ball. Daniel is currently in the fetal position. Screw us then. Uh, You know what? The shoes on the other foot. That doesn't apply, but it sort of does. Okay, it does. Yeah. Don't question it. I'm coming to the brown shoes. The brown shoes. The titular brown shoes of this movie. Nice. Which, by the way, when he's walking through the school and he's walking the puddles with socks, why isn't he just barefoot? Because he, he doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. I don't know. He said... I, I, I was the real question is, why are you bringing this up now when I'm talking about... Oh, I'm sorry. The coveted the coveted format. Okay. The yes. Infinity and yeah. Beyond. Yes. yes. Do not get into The coveted anymore. format. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Like I said in the very beginning before uh, this change started, I, I still stand by it. It's a safe movie you can put on in front of anyone. Um... I think, yeah, it deserves to be talked about. Do I think it will? Probably not, unfortunately. Um, yeah. To be a pessimist. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it should. I think it deserves to. Luke? Will it be talked about? No. <laughs> but it should be. Yeah. Which is what Daniel just said. But I, that opinion, but then more for me. Because I really like this movie. and You I've... really want to one-up Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Take what he said. Forget that guy. Um, no, I like this movie a lot, and I, I, I will be showing it to people in the coming months. However, I just, like, hadn't heard about it before. Yeah. I feel like I'd heard the title, but I just, like, assumed it was High School Musical. Yeah. And. Which is fair. And never looked into it whatsoever. And so, I just kind of feel like that's going to continue. I don't know. I think it should be talked about. I don't think it will, but there's also this, like, part of me that kind of, Things that's kind of nice because it's kind of like our movie, like <laughs> not, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. the breakfast bunch movie yeah. that Daniel hates, but, but it, it's just kind of like it's it's nice. Well, not nice he because likes it does it. just deserve more attention. But yeah. there's like something nice about it mm-hmm. not being super known, and you like it a lot. Because his other two movies, I have not seen them, but one has like Kira Knightley, Begin Again, and Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo, yeah, and mm-hmm. Adam Levine is in that one too. So, Wait a minute. And, then and he loves and the the night late night show host. Uh, Jimmy, Stephen Colbert. No. Jimmy Fallon? Jay Leno. No. Conan? 
big, he's a bigger guy. James, James, James Corden. <laughs> James <laughs> Corbin. Has James Corbin in it. Cor- Corden. Corden? Corden. I'm sorry. You idiot. Carport karaoke, y'all. That's my James Corden impression. Thank you, Daniel. We got to end this soon. We, we really do. I'm looking over. Okay, so I kind of am echoing all of what you guys are saying. Uh, I think we can either, we, we decide the fate of this movie at this point. Will it be our movie, like Matthew said, or are we going to be like weekend warriors for this movie to spread spread the, the gospel of, of the whole thing, uh, like Luke was saying, like showing it off to people? It's kind of up to us. Like Daniel was saying, with great uh, movie comes great responsibility. (laughs) So we either can tell people about this or we won't. So I guess that's up to us. I will for a while. You shouldn't even post this because I don't want people to know about it. It should just be our movie. Matthew's going to be very, like, <laughs> disappointed. Possessive of this whole thing. Just like, this is ours, guys. This is our <laughs> secret don't movie. Don't listen to the or don't watch this movie. <laughs> it sucks. So, um, it's time for bagels. Daniel, let's just rip this ugly, soggy Band-Aid off you at this point. <laughs> what kind of bagels are you giving this if you didn't like the music? Because clearly, I don't think, like, I would hope that the themes and the writing uh, of, and the acting, especially of the movie, can can save this and get it to at least like a five or a six for you. Mm-hmm. But right. I, again, I didn't. Th- uh, yeah, go ahead. Just say he's say gonna, what it is. He's gonna Luke, give it you're a... gonna go first. So I'm gonna go last. Mm-hmm. I refuse. No, we're I not, refuse. We're not, I refuse. We're nope. not ending this on nope. a, on a sour nope. note. I am nope. sorry, but I'm we're taking not. it back. Nope. I I'm in. As it. God I'm as my it. witness, I'm I will cut out your bag. I'm willing to die here. Edit it and put it before ours. You could do that. Okay, Luke, go right ahead. <laughs> Eight <laughs> seven. Luke just became a lizard. Matthew? Was this out of ten? What? Yeah, out of ten. It can be out of whatever the hell you want it to be. But out of <laughs> 41 out of 43. <laughs> <laughs> out, of, uh, out of ten, yes, with multiple decimals. Yeah. I'd give it a seven, nine. Seven, nine. I think Daniel's going to... Give it a nine. <laughs> I like it the best. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. I'm actually right with Matthew. I think giving this a seven nine. Yeah. Okay. Really like this movie. Six point five. It's not that bad. See. Six point five. When hurts. you say it like that. Yeah. You you're the one who said we got to be tougher on our movies. I did say that. Yes. But six point five. You were tough on the whole thing. <laughs> No, I said I, I meant like tougher the movie, just numerically. The music. We can't recontextualize I was one out of ten on in music. one episode. Luke clearly has to go. He has somewhere to be. Yes, Matthew, we are recording an episode of our podcast <laughs> right after this. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Plug your show really quick. We're talking, well, we did an Owl City episode before, and then mm-hmm. that's literally the one that people have talked to us about the most. Nice. So we're doing the next Owl City. All um, Things Bright and Beautiful. Album by Owl City. All Things Bright and Beautiful. And doing a little little oral history on on the band as well, which I didn't tell Matthew at all, but... Everybody, if you're still listening to this episode of the the Breakfast Bunch, go ahead and listen to the Donut Dudes podcast with Matt and Luke. It is a fantastic movie podcast or music podcast. This is a nice podcast. This has been the Bagel Boys Show with Wes and Daniel. Thank you all for listening and.